have another question to the females. How do you deal when you're approached by a guy as a Christian? And I'm asking this like, um, like you, when I mean approach, like you can sense that this person wants to like date you or something, whether it's like proper dating or, well, I guess you wouldn't know if it's anymore. But yeah, have you had that experience and how, how do you deal with that? I thankfully haven't had that experience, but I feel that um, it depends on who's approaching you. If it's a someone from the church or another believer that you've met on campus or whatever, I think you you're you're able to I guess talk to them to an extent and mm-hmm. tell them, hey, this isn't really right. We're both Christians. We're both believers, and you know that you can't act on these feelings. Maybe you should go and pray to God about this because this has nothing to do with me. On the other hand, if it's a non-believer, that could get more trickier because, you know, as a woman, there are so many um, news articles about what happens when you reject a guy. Mm -hmm. So I think that one is more so don't even approach the guy. Don't talk to them. Just pray. Just ask God for safety at that point. Because if you tell them no and they don't accept it or you tell them, no, I'm a Christian, I don't, unless, well, even if you are ready for marriage, are you God's will? Are no. you? Are, did God send you? Did God send you? Answer the question, sir. And if, and if they say no, then it's like, mm, sorry. <laughs> and then after that, you just pray. Yeah, right. All right. What were you, Deborah? Um, I don't have ex- experience all of that. I don't have a shareable experience here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say um, I've learned that um, there's a marriage committee, for example, in different churches. Some churches have marriage committees. Some churches don't. But These are individuals that guide you through marriage in the church? Yes, yes. So um, I think the way it works with us is like we... Basically, the person goes to the marriage committee first. Not they don't come to you first, right? Or I don't know if I. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So um. Anyways um. So I would say um. If your brother, it's better for you to, for go go basically, with the way your church does things. Mm -hmm. Um. And then if it's the will of God, God will make it known to the sister or. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'll say. Thank you. Um, so I also wanted to ask, are there any Bible experiences with this issue of dealing with feelings, good or bad, that we can discuss that comes to mind? With like feelings? Yeah. Okay. And how it was dealt. Um, so I would say like Amnon in the Bible, um, he had like feelings for his sister, Tamar. Um, and the feelings were literally eating eating him up and he was like becoming lean and like physically you know weak so I would say like feelings can be really strong um I know if anyone has a full story please let me know but I know it didn't end well <laughs> no so, <laughs> yes I, I think that's a very good um example because um Although even the issue here is not even the fact that he had the love for his sister because then like your half relative, it was fine to get married to them. But and that this this is like kind of like a litmus test for, especially for guys, right? 
if you're having feeling towards someone and it's like you're not ready to wait or go through the process, it's it's most likely that um, it's just lost because Amnon was not ready to wait. In fact, he was, he, he was like the son of the king, right? Tama told him, why not speak to the king about it, yeah. right? So, but he was not willing to wait. So, as a lady, when a guy is not willing to wait mm-hmm. and um, it's just like, it's just like in a rush and it's just like, oh, can we do this and oh, this and can I have this? And it's not even saying anything about, okay, maybe your parents or anything. Mm. You know that he's not serious. Run. <laughs> <laughs> run. It's not even for long run. Yeah. So, yeah. definitely, um, you could easily tell by that so Dama and um, Amnon is a very good example of how to deal with such all right so I think another example and correct me if I'm wrong is is it Joseph when um the king's wife wanted to sleep with him and yeah. he had to like let go of his jacket and just run away and yes <laughs> he ended up in prison mm-hmm. but you know prison was better than like going against, not only going against his like boss pretty much, but also committing that sin. Mm. So sometimes as Christians, you're just going to have to take the L as this generation would call it. <laughs> yeah. Take the loss, <laughs> even if it might villainize you to an extent on the, from the person's um, perspective, you know, you saved yourself a very long, terrible relationship. Yeah. That's, that's very important, Deborah, because like you said, it was better for him to land in prison and then, you know, from the prison, he went to the palace because there's some relationship that will keep you stuck. Imagine if he mm. had listened to Potiphar's wife. Maybe um, she would have gotten so much uh, in love with him that she would have made sure she kept him mm. in Potiphar's house. So any promotion mm. should have blocked all of that and he was he was just going to be stuck with her as a oh, servant. That's true. So, so if a guy is approaching you and you're not sure... Just be, just make sure you want to take the right step because you might just get stuck in something that, um, something that prevents you from fulfilling your destiny. And like, there are so many celebrity relationships that are a prime example of what Samuel just said, mm. where they have to pay child support because rather than waiting and being, you know, not only consistent but just um, committed to their first wife. They yeah. have multiple children with different mothers, and they're all demanding for money mm-hmm. to take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And the the man is stuck. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not financial necess- tips, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not necessarily the woman's fault to an extent. It is their fault because why would you go with the man knowing that he has three other women? But mm-hmm. it's also the man's fault for not, um, what's the word, for not keeping himself, yeah, for yeah. not. For not like self control. Yes, that's that's the word. Yes, for not having yeah. self control. And now he's like again, celebrities, they're all in these like entanglements. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. I think teenagers in general should just be aware when because high school, again, so some the media really sensationalizes relationships in high school. I think um youth and Another one is college relationships, where people say they find their high school sweethearts or college <laughs> sweethearts in their last year. I didn't find mine. Glory be to God. I, I'm not ready, first of all. And second of all, what would I do with the man? Um, what would I do? <laughs> but uh, it's, it's so, you're not 
left out if you don't have those experiences. All right. Thank That's you very actually much. a very key That point. is my next point. Yeah, people... You socialize mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know, as a Christian, you're supposed to be a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think virginity means anything if you don't have a relationship with God, mind you. But um, as a Christian who has a good relationship with God, you're supposed to be a virgin, but you are around society people you socialize with people you have friends that are always talking about you know boyfriends um them themselves having sex or all of these things and then when you say oh i'm waiting to marry you're the odd one out mm. or when you say oh i don't have a boyfriend yeah how do you guys do i think it goes back to um people wanting to fit in and not wanting to be the one labeled as odd or weird and even f- if you're a non-believer, some people choose not to um, have sex or to stay a virgin either because their parents raised them that way despite no Christianity involved. They just feel like you should stay that way until marriage. And others, they're just not ready. And even the concept of not being ready for relationships is looked down on because like, mm. don't you want to be loved? Don't you want to be <laughs> cherished and adored by another person? Don't you want to feel that infatuation and lust from another person? And it's like, yeah, it feels good temporarily. It doesn't mm. last. If Especially if it's not a God-sanctioned relationship hey, in marriage, it, it won't last. <laughs> so as young people, you know, us around here, we shouldn't feel pressured because we know that the relationship that God has in store for us, it will last and it will be beautiful and it will be long lasting. And again, it will, you will be given not necessarily soulmate, but also soulmate. <laughs> it's funny you said that because I think that's also representative of our relationship with God, mm-hmm. that waiting period that people dread so much. Because yes. right now we're on earth we've accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're communing with God on a daily, waiting to be with Him in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so don't take it as something to dread, even when those feelings creep up or loneliness arise. See it as, uh, this is a symbolic um, journey of my relationship with God and see it as uh, something to, you know, honor and go on with. All right, so you guys, uh, practical tips uh, um, on how to glorify God with your emotions and dealing with how you know thinking of how god wants you to feel some of these feelings are natural does that mean we just act on them just because they're natural and just answer basically how can christians deal and manage their feelings both sexual and sensual mind you some people are like oh i'm a very sensual person so they see somebody Mm-hmm. and the first thing their thoughts are not even like they're attracted but the first thing they they gauge from them is just like things that are sensual mm-hmm. you know and so this that's to them it's natural so how do you talk to someone like that or just in general how do you deal i think the first step will be like to cut off the sauce of to like remove the sauce of remove every sauce of temptation remove every sauce that will make you your mind go like think about things that are not godly, like sensual. Um, for example, like the shows that we watch, um, videos that we look at, like these are things that um if they do have like explicit content would like impact our thoughts and like the way and like the way that we think, you know. So like removing those sources I think is the first step. Like scripture tells us to keep our hearts with all diligence. So I think this is the first step. 
um, additionally, praying about it um, very important. And I also think like I'm of the opinion that the opposite sex can be friends, but I'm also of the opinion that they they should not be close friends. And I know some people would argue with this, um, but I just think that the enemy can take advantage of any situation. And it is in, if it's within your power to um, block a situation from happening, I think that it is important to do so. Um, so, because the enemy can really capitalize on anything. So just be close friends with your husband. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. But like when it comes to guys that you're not married to, I mean, like we are, we all have natural feelings. So like just keep your heart and yeah. So that's my own. Um, Before the other Deborah answer, <laughs> Samuel, do you want to pitch in? Like, because I feel like I heard you say something the other day relating to intentionally taking action to prevent certain situations. Mm-hmm. So um, as a male, how hard is that? And, uh, you know, what, what are your general thoughts on, you know, all that was said just a while ago? Yeah, um, that's right. I think it's something that has to be intentional. Um, I know as guys, um, especially before you give your life to Christ, it's like, I think even statistics says that men, when it comes to um, being sexually attracted, men are much more sexually attracted than the um, females, according to statistics. So as a guy, it's almost you have to do it. It's an intentional action. Like for me, what has really helped me um, being a child of God is overcoming by the word. When you give your life to Christ, it's like you you need that word. So you have to intentionally tell the devil that. Sometimes like it's almost speaking those words out and telling the devil that, mm-hmm. well, you can't bring such thoughts to me because you can't deceive me any longer. The Bible has told me that if a man being Christ is a new creature, so I mean, Christ, I'm a new, I'm a new creature. All things are passed away. All things are made new. So that's the word is very important. There are other scriptures, uh, like the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. The Bible tells us that the devil comes. Um, it comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So sometimes you have to speak to the devil. It brings these thoughts. And you know, one thing about these thoughts is that the way temptation, uh, I tell some people this, temptation, if you don't realize temptation, then it's not a temptation. I don't know if you get what I mean. Let me take, for instance, if you don't realize that the devil is trying to tell you that, okay, look at this person, right? Like as a guy now, and look at their body figure or something, you what do you think about this? Now, if you don't hear that, it's not a temptation. Because some people think that that thought alone coming, they're like, oh, I've already seen. Why, why is my thought even going there? Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, someone who was lost in pornography in the past, and then the, such images come and like, oh, in fact, uh, I met this person on evangelism. I think that was about maybe three weeks or a month ago. And then we're discussing. That was the first time I met him, actually. Um, that day I was a bit tired to go out for evangelism and um but thank God God made me go. So as I was going, I was headed towards a particular direction and I was like, Oh, it's winter because I just wanted to go drop a track at the park. I'm like, no one is gonna be sitting at the park, so maybe I just go. So I was going back the other direction, and then it's like this the the spirit of God 
pushing me back to the other direction. In fact, if someone was looking at me from their house, they'll feel like, is this guy surveilling? <laughs> is he is he, <laughs> is he taking a surveillance of my house to come back later to vandalize something? Because I went one way and then went the other way. But I was going, actually, I didn't go to that park, but towards that direction where God wanted me to go, I saw someone coming from afar and I met this person. Uh, he, I think he's from Congo or something, an, an African country. And I said, oh, I'm a Christian. I'd like to give you this track. And he was like, um, he's a Christian. So I was like, oh, wow. He said, I'm a child. Of, uh, he's, he's the son of a pastor. Wow. Okay, nice. Do you do you know Jesus? Have you given your um, life to Jesus? And then he said, he just gave his life to Jesus that same day. Wow. Okay, and then we began to talk. Now, this is the point where I'm going to. As we began to talk, to make him a bit comfortable, because he was telling me something like, I've been going through some things before. As a guy, I know that guys who are, even married men that are not children of God, they still struggle with loss. That's to tell you that marriage is not the solution. So he was telling me about pornography and all of that. So one, one thing, one way to deal with it, I was trying to let him know that sometimes this thought comes but the thought coming in itself, it's not a temptation. It's what, it's the, the action you take after that. In fact, Jesus Christ was tempted. Doesn't mean he, he had sinned, no. Mm-hmm. But it was his action after that. So as we as um, like dealing with such, is that intentional action that when such comes, you have to like stand against it and like devil get the behind me. So using the word, that's one way I have overcome mm-hmm. in the past. All right. Thank you. Deborah W., any last words? Towards the question or just general? General. I believe that as people, we will always make mistakes and we will always fall short because we are human and our flesh ties us down to being 100% perfect. And when it comes to sexual attraction, relationships, love, lust, these feelings that aren't physical, but more so emotional, you have to tread lightly on them because they can manifest as something worse. We have statistics, not to get too, you know, serious, but we have statistics that show people acting on lust and love and it turning deadly. Hmm. People die because of feelings. That's how serious this is. So you don't want to be one of those people that hurts someone because of your own personal and sometimes even selfish desires, because mm. that's what they are. And the person that you're attaching those desires to aren't at fault. It's all on you, mm. how you deal with it, how you act on it, how you react to the um, denial, being told no, being told you're not interested. And what you do do to resolve yourself with those feelings it's really on you and the only way to 100% be sure that they won't come up is giving it to God giving it to him and knowing that and just putting your feelings to him putting your faith in him and dwelling on the bible because again if it's in the mind it could also leave your mind through meditation dwelling on the word of God as the Bible says making sure that your heart and your mind are one and it's not just two different things going against each other Mm. thank you very much Um, to close this episode I just want to say a word of prayer Heavenly Father we thank you for your love (laughs) we thank you for how you've made us dear Father 
We thank you for the provision of your son to guide us through the nuances of life and to the nuances of human infallibility, dear Father. Lord, we pray that as we navigate life, feelings and emotions as a Christian, you lead us on how to act, dear Father. Help us on where our humanistic efforts fail and continue to lead us, Lord. Any individual struggling with lust that has caused them to sin against you, Lord, we pray that you remind them that you love them and guide them towards the part of light, dear Father. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.